0: All right, are you ready? Yep.
1: One,
0: two, three, four. Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Best of Five, where we count up the best five, or in this case, five that we want to get the hell out of something. This was Tim's idea. My name's Dave, and I'm here with Tim the Meat. Hello. And his idea, as we all sit around in prison in our homes, is to count up the five people that are in the rock and roll hall of fame that are not deserved of the rock and roll hall of fame tim why did you come up with this idea
1: you know every every year the the rock and roll hall of fame has been putting out their list of their inductees and there's always this bunch of hurt like eh, this shouldn't be in there this should not be in there and you know there are and there are some there are some people that i when when the inductees come up i'm like yeah I can see that, and I can see that, but most of the time I'm like, eh, whatever. But it's it's in. It, but in the past, there's been a lot of people that have made it into the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, that are not deserved deserved of the honor uh, that I don't I don't think meet the criteria of who should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, more recently, it's 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 become kind of a fan vote, like a popularity vote. But before, it was done mainly by kind of what they do in the baseball Hall of Fame, where it was done by like writers and critics, and it was like a group of people that would select. Um, and most of these actually go back to that time when it was the group of hoity-toities that was selected. It wasn't the popular vote. Um, so, they, But but I most of these people, they're, they're, long story short, some of these people, I think, whiffed. And, uh, and and, and selected people that I don't think should necessarily be in the Hall of Fame. There would be better selections for all of these people, in my opinion. Okay. Whiffed is a good word. Yeah. And Big I...
0: whiffer. <laughs> That's a good uh, 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 Adam, Adam Sandler reference. <laughs> yeah.
1: Big whiffer. Oh, please, God, don't hit please Please, <laughs>
0: Well, it off. <laughs> so I this and you're the perfect person for this because I dare say I feel like I know a lot about music, but I think my music knowledge is dwarfed by you. You no one knows more about this stuff than you. So this is a y you're the perfect per- person for this.
1: I'm I'm am i I'm Minute Bowl and you're Kenny Baker.
0: <laughs> I'm Muggsy Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I have I recently within the last Two years have been, well, last summer was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you were just there recently, right?
1: I, in the past couple years, I've been there, well, I've been there one and a half times. I went there a couple years ago to actually tour the the thing, and I popped in there. I was in Cleveland for a day back in the fall, and I popped into the Hall of Fame just to hit the gift shop. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I've been there, I've been there one and a half times. Okay. Even
0: even just entering that building to see the gift shop, you can probably if you enter the main lobby, see some really great things.
1: And yeah, yeah, if, you, you can see they you have the, uh, actually they've got like the CBGB banner, they've got I think Lennon's Rolls Royce right there. Yeah. I was going to say some- the canopy
0: from CBGB's is hanging like as a canopy on the one-side wall. And yeah. that that enough to me would have been price... Uh, you know, worth worthy yeah. admission because I saw that I walked in with my family. I walked in. And I was like, Oh my God, this is a CBGB
1: thing. And my son was like, take it easy, dad. <laughs> and your dad's like the The ACBC. What? And you punched him.
0: <laughs>
1: ABBA. What? I, when I, when I went into the, the hall of Fame the last time I bought a postcard. And I wanted, them to, and I was like, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know where there's a post office right now. I don't know where the post box. I, I like to have things postmarked Cleveland, so I brought it to the customer service desk. I had a stamp on it, and I'm like, would you be able to mail this out for me? You know, with the next. And the girl was like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, I don't, I don't have access to the mail. I'm like, yeah, but the mail comes here. <laughs> Yeah. So and mail goes out of here. So you, somebody, you got to talk to. I'm sorry, I can't take your, I can't take your postcard. So, I'm like, seriously? Graceland sent my postcard away. You're receiving mail. You're just not interested in sending out mail. Don't yeah, you? it was. It was. It, it, it was. It was one of those. It was just one of those things where the, all this girl had to do was take it and hand it off to somebody. Else to make it their problem, and she would. She was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> She's like, "I can tell you're from out of town." Now, <laughs> <laughs> and, you... and 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 to and to make a long story short, the when I dro- I, dro- I dropped it into a mailbox, mm-hmm. I never I never got that postcard. I I, was, I when I go when I go on vacations, I send postcards back to my work from everywhere I go. Yeah. So if I take a trip that takes like five days, they get like twelve postcards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Cleveland, in this case, does not rock.
1: Not, not when it comes to taking postcards and putting them in the mail. Drew Carey, you son of a bitch!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she could. You could ask her, like, "Ma'am, you have a home, don't you?" Like, just take it home with you. Just stick it in the mailbox. I won't be (laughs) doing. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm Tim from Neozas, lady. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but it was cool. I mean, I know that you probably were as in awe as as I was of oh, yeah. some of the stuff. And they did have a section where it was uh it was a bunch of touch screens where you could nominate slash they were taking an informal poll of what the the attendees of the Hall of Fame wanted as far as inductees and whom they would vote for. Um was that there when you were there?
1: Yeah, they and, and you could do like videos, you could get there. I think that, you know, Ace of Base should be in, <laughs> inducted because of blah blah blah. That was they they had they had those little little yeah those little touch screen of testimonial and I considered going in there and going on a rant and rave about how I thought Bobby Darin needed to be in the Hall of Fame and I'm so glad I didn't do that because I didn't realize that he was already in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. He got it in 1990 and for some reason I didn't com- it completely passed me by. I had no idea he was in the Hall of Fame. I thought he was. Or that, I thought he was not.
0: That's awesome.
1: All right. So, this is
0: Tim and Dave's top 5 people that are in the Hall of Fame that don't belong in the Hall of Fame. I'll go first because I'd like to save you for last because you are the authority. And this was your idea. Okay. My yeah. number 5 is Ricky Nelson. This is why <laughs> Tim Tim takes on Bridge. Ricky Nelson, to me, is a guy that was uh, a heartthrob on a TV show, and he had a couple (laughs) of songs. But I hate this in any Hall of Fame, and uh, I'm a big baseball fan. Tim, you love sports as well. I don't like it when people get into Halls of Fames because they died. Just because you died doesn't mean you're worthy of something, and I feel that's the case with Ricky Nelson. I could be wrong. But uh I'll, I'll give this year's Hall of Fame class as a, as a as an example. Roy Halliday is being inducted into the baseball hall of fame. Excellent pitcher. I love the guy. He had an awful death. And I think that his death uh, stampeded him into the Hall of Fame. And I think yeah, that's but didn't the- he
1: do didn't he get a perfect game?
0: He threw a perfect game. He threw a perfect game yeah. and a no hitter in the same season. Only only two people have thrown no hitters in the playoffs and uh, it was him and Don Larson and they're great feats but over a career if you look at his statistics he probably would get in but this is his first year of eligibility and because he died and everybody feels bad about it he's in so I like Ricky Nelson and I like some of his songs but I think that his death accentuated his uh, entrance into the Hall of Fame and because of that I don't think that's fair he's my number five you sound like you disagree. Mm.
1: Uh, with Rick Nelson, I do disagree, but I I like your line of thinking on it, though. Okay. okay. I, I don't I don't know when he got in. He died in what nineteen eighty five?
0: Yeah, like mid eighties. I remember it being. I remember seeing a live concert with him as a as a and as an adult, and it was it was good. And I, you know, I'm not saying he wasn't talented. Um, at that point, I think his sons were already Nelson. So I don't know when that happened. That was like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. He, he might have been dead by then. But I remember everybody was like, You gotta hear the song by Nelson. That's Ricky Nelson's kid, you know. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that's great. Like, okay. Do they belong in the Hall of know. Fame because their dad died? No. I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know. I, I just I think that's a I think he's a weak
1: entry. I don't know. I think I think uh, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, and we and we're allowed to disagree. Sure, uh, we're allowed to disagree. So if I co- if I say someone, you're you're welcome to come back and shove it up my asshole <laughs> if you want. Now I always enjoy that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't know. I think I think Rick Nelson was an innovator in a way of being able to use the new medium of television to promote himself. Uh yeah he was he was he was a reluctant tv star. Uh he was a heartthrob, but I think I I personally think he was like all in when it came to being a musician. He was more he was more interested in being a musician than he was a television star. And he actually threatened his his family like I'm going to leave this fucking show. <laughs> Ozzy, Harriet, and you two <laughs> bastards. I'm going to leave this show if you don't let me do the things on. If if you don't let me like do a song every couple weeks, and so Ozzy w- was like, "Ah, oh, you and your long haired blah blah blah," and and basically he he started he st- he basically started the idea of you know rock and roll on television, kind of you know him and Elvis, and I and I think he was all in, and, and throughout the '60s of performing, he kind of had a glut, but then he came back and sort of. Became a, a name for himself again in the late late sixties, early seventies, and then yeah, and then he hit the ground. Literally, um, yeah. So I don't know. I disagree with that one, but but I, I I agree with I agree with your line of thinking as you'll you'll hear when I, as we get a little closer in mind that I don't think that just because someone dies that doesn't necessarily make them eligible for a Hall of Fame because we all die, so okay. we should. We shouldn't all be in the Hall of Fame just because we die, or no. we die at a young age. its uh, I don't think that's necessarily near, near, uh, a, a prerequisite, I should say. Right. Okay. Well, let's hear your number five, then. My number five is Dr. John. <laughs> that's a good one, because he's awful. I, I don't like, and, 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 I, and I'll say this for the rest of my people. There are some people on my list that I do really like. Mm-hmm. That I think are extremely talented in their field, uh, that I think had uh, a certain level of influence in certain corners of of what they were doing, but I don't think that they are necessarily had the cultural impact that to be in the hall of fame you should to be in the hall of fame as under the performer category you should have. Doctor John, while he had uh, one or two big popular hits, he was a he was not rock and roll. I don't believe he. Influenced a huge amount of rock and rollers. Uh, he really was more funky Cajun, if anything. If anything, mm-hmm. more of a uh, mix between jazz and Cajun and R and B. If, if if you have to place him in anything,
0: that's a good way to put it. Almost like like a funky zydeco kind of music.
1: Yeah, and I think he was he was he was more of a musician's musician, where you know, and songwriter where. Other musicians respected him, but he just, I don't think he ever had, really had that cultural impact that you, that you need. And so I don't, I don't think he, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't, you could put him in other Hall of Fames. You want to put him in the Louisiana Hall of Fame. You want to put him in Zydeco Hall of Fame. That's fine. But I think for the, in his particular case, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that his contributions, led to the greater advancement of rock and roll as a whole and to the greater advancement of rock and roll being accepted in, U- in not just U.S. culture, but but the world culture in general. So,
0: All right. I agree with that one. I don't get it. There's a bunch of the, like, you just hear it and you, you, you think, I just don't get it. He's one of my I don't get it. So that's a good it, one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I had his greatest hits and, you know, what was that red right place, wrong time? That's an okay song. Must've been a right place, must have been a wrong time. <laughs> but beyond that, it was he was he really was just like like if he ever played Music Fest, I would have like gotten up and walked out. I'm like I'm so bored.
0: <laughs> I'd rather see Branford Marcellus or Hollins. <laughs> yeah, <Oates>.
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, good. My number four is a guy that fits into a. I've, I've categorized these a bit, and one of my categories because I, I have honorable mentions as well. And this is the category that I classify as one song. <laughs> and I, I, there are people that we're going to do another show. So if you like this, we're going to do uh, people that uh, aren't in that belong in. There are people on my list for that that have a dozen songs that aren't in. this guy has one, and that guy is Del Shannon.
1: My little runaway.
0: Like, I, I looked it up. I, I said songs by Del Shannon I looked up other songs There was one I may have heard of But I don't know how you get in with just one song It's a great song Everybody likes that song But I don't know if this was a weak year Or something like that But <laughs> I don't understand how you can do one song Like for, for, for the same reason Then Gerardo And Billy Ray Cyrus should be in And right said Fred They had one song Del um, Shannon's a one-trick pony to me. It's Runaway, and that's it.
1: <laughs> well, didn't uh, didn't he? Uh, uh, he he was one of the ones I considered. I was like, mm, Del Shannon, should he? Uh, like, I, but he's not on my list. Um, didn't he have the first Lennon McCartney song hit the hit the U.S. charts prior to the Beatles? Like in 1963, I think he did a version of. From me to you. And it was the first Lennon and McCartney song to hit the top ten on the on the US charts.
0: I am unaware of that. I'm sure you're right. You know more about the Beatles than anyone else. Something
1: to that effect. at least at least hit the top forty. I don't know if it hit the top ten. If but that, I think it
0: was Del Shannon. I'm sure that's right. That in that in addition to Runaway is still not not worthy of entry <laughs> into the most hallowed of music halls of fame. Del Shannon, I'm sorry. No. When I look at the list that we're going to do in our next show, there are several people that belong in way before this guy. Yeah. And uh, if the Del Shannon fan club is listening,
1: please don't hate me, but this was Tim's idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing is there's there's going to be a bunch of 60-year-old people that are going to be real upset with us. Yeah. <laughs> I, lost to- my, I lost my virginity <laughs> to run away, you son of a bitch. Del Shannon was almost uh, Travis Wilbury. After, no. uh, after after Orby died, they uh, they considered bringing him in, but he shot himself. What are you serious? Yeah, Del Shannon died. They, they, he was he was he was going to be a he was considered to be a replacement for Orbison, uh, but Del Shannon he he killed himself. I think it was the guilt of being in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's like, how, how can I live with this guilt? So
0: traveling Willowberries had. Yeah. All those legendary guys and Jeff Lynne, Yeah. <laughs> Which, whatever you want to say about ELO, at least you get that. Like they have staying power and had a lot of hits. And they yeah. were
1: going to replace a legend like Roy Orbison with
0: Del Shannon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know if Del Shannon had kind of a little bit of a resurgence in the eighties. There were a lot of those guys from the early sixties that had a little bit of a resurgence there in the eighties. So maybe maybe he had a little bit. I I don't I don't remember him like showing up on like Donahue and talking about his career or anything back then. But Donahue, (laughs) but uh, you know he he he, I I think he had a tiny bit of a resurgence. I think he had like an album that came out in the early '80s that was actually like had was semi-successful.
0: I don't remember that even a little bit. But he's my (laughs) he's my number
1: four. Tim, what's yours? Mine is Laura Nero. Who the hell's that? And that's well. I mean, she 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 was kind of like Joan Baez uh. and Joni Mitchell. She was like, okay, we already have a Joan Baez, we already have a Joni Mitchell. Who else can? Who else, what other songstress can we put in there? And Laura Nero was that. She was sort of kind of this folky bird song kind of singer songwriter who other people had more hits with her music than she had with her own. Um, and uh so. I I, I I can see putting her in as a songwriter, but not as a performer. Uh, so I so just just for that fact that she I don't believe she had much of a cultural impact as a performer. I don't believe she should be in the under the performer category. She's I, in.
0: I agree because I, I don't even know who it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, trying to think of who contemporary would be uh, like her. Nero, like N E R O, like Peter Nero, and N Y R O, Laura, Laura Nero or Laura Niro. Oh, Niro. <laughs> now I know. Nairo. Oh yeah, like I, I guess I guess there there would be some singers today that would be like her, like um, maybe Ingrid Michaelson or <laughs> okay, people like that, Joan like, Osborne. You know. Yeah, actually, Joan Osborne would be, a, would be a perfect example of someone that I would compare with. with blah blah little. blee, blue blee <laughs> blah blee. <laughs> but, but yeah, similar, similar to that, you don't see Joan Osborne in the in the Hall of Fame. I don't think I don't think Laura Laura Niro or Nero uh, should be in just for just for you know writing. She, I mean, she wrote some good songs. I'm not I'm not I'm not shitting on her talent, uh, but again, she she passed away early. She she died at the age of 49. Okay. Uh, of uh of something, and i think I think that the fact that she passed away, she was on people's minds at the time of the of the voting and she got voted in right
0: yeah, that happens it happens in everything all right, moving on to number three and I wrote this list yesterday, and I think <laughs> it's only uh fair in pointing out because as of this morning when I woke up, this individual has been diagnosed with Covid nineteen.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about.
0: <laughs> and I said to myself, like I wrote this list out because I don't get this guy at all. And it's Jackson Brown. And I think Jackson Brown is in the Hall of Fame because
1: I bet he's a really good guy. He's friends. <laughs> with, he's friends. Uh, after, he's, after he beats up uh, Daryl Hannah and and slams her hand in the door and not and takes off part of her finger. He's a it, good guy. Did that happen? That's it. Yeah, she lost part of her part of her finger because he slammed her hand in the door when they were married or or girl dating. Are you he was, serious? He was, a, he was an abusive dickhead. Okay, no, I don't feel
0: bad. <laughs> so he was dating Daryl Hannah and roughed her up and chopped yeah. off her finger.
1: Well, I mean, presumably not on purpose, but yeah, she he like slammed her hand in the door and she lost part of one of her fingers as a result of this. He wow. did this to a, a mermaid.
0: <laughs> he did this to to one of the assassins of Kill Bill, which makes That's him right. a, which makes him a badass. Yeah, it's 50-50. All right, well, I I didn't know that. So that makes me feel better because I did make this list and then I look this morning and I'm like I go. Oh, this said my son Jackson Brown has uh, coronavirus, and I was like, uh, I put him on my list for people that belong on the Hall of Fame. I was like, you're gonna change your list? I was like, hell no. <laughs> Jackson Brown sucks. Okay, he uh, makes boring songs. He's got a very lovely voice. Don't don't get me wrong. He's got one or two songs, but I think he's in. He's one of these guys that is a friend of a lot of people. And because of that, he gets entry. You were at the Hall of Fame. They show a lot of footage of, you know, the the ceremonies. He's at every one of them. He's yeah. singing other people's songs. He's part of like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction band. I think he's he's one of these guys that's always kind of around and makes a lot of friends. And people are like, yeah, hey, let's throw him a bone. I don't think that's a reason to be in a Hall of Fame just because you have. In in Del Shannon's case, one song. In Jackson Brown's case, a couple of songs. Just because you're a musician, even if if you're a talented one, doesn't mean you get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there are guys in every sport that are really talented at their sport. That doesn't mean just because you do it, you get in the Hall of Fame. And that's what I feel with Jackson Brown. He shouldn't be in just because he can do it.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I disagree. I think... I think he's. I think he's had a few of his songs. I think are, are classic rock staples. I would. I would. I would keep him in. Um, you know, Doctor My Eyes, Running On Empty, Somebody's Baby, with Somebody's Baby. I mean, we got to see Jennifer Jason Leigh's. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. His <laughs> crowning achievement is
0: Jennifer Jason Leigh's character in <laughs> Fast Times losing her virginity. That's what I think of when I think of Jackson Brown. <laughs> I think of. I figured Jennifer Jason Lee in that pool house. I'm so, telling you. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's, the...
0: that's all you got from me, Jackson. I'm sorry. I think you suck. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you get better. I hope that cough clears up. But yeah. uh, I, 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 I don't think you belong in the Hall of Fame. He's my number three. I don't know. What's uh, yours, him.
1: <sighs> okay. Well, I, I, I disagree with that, but, uh, but only slightly. <laughs> my number three... Is is it would be in the Del Shannon category, Gene Pitney. <laughs> Gene Pitney, again, uh, a guy who, you know, he may have had a few hit songs, but I, I don't, I don't believe that his lasting impression on culture and rock and roll as a whole uh, has been. You know, advanced or bettered because because he was out there. I, I'm looking here at his at his uh, top songs on on Spotify and you know, his the man who shot Liberty Vance.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I really know him from because I love that movie. The man ah. who, the man who shot Liberty Valance is probably one of the greatest westerns of all time, and it it's John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart and Lee Marvin and. I was just watching the trailer the other day. And I was like, and don't forget to listen to the hit song, "The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance." It's like nobody <laughs> knows that song. Nobody knows that movie, <laughs> except for John Wayne fans. It's yeah. a fantastic movie, but no Rocker Hall of
1: Fame. Uh, yeah, and uh, that and uh, yeah, something's gotten a hold of my heart. This is probably that was like a song that I would hear on like oldies '98. Yeah, like, growing up. Um. Yeah. I just. I just don't see. He was a songwriter. He wrote songs for other people. Um. Again, not as a performer. So kind of. But. Yeah. I mean, he 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 did have hit songs on his own, but again, I don't I don't believe he had he had such an impact on the genre that he should be necessarily in the Hall of Fame. So Gene Pitney, out you go.
0: I hear you. I agree. That's a good one. Don't care about you, Gene Pitney. <laughs> and if you want to watch the man who Lo- shot liberty valence you could do better you could do worse things because it's
1: fantastic is it is it on netflix
0: no i think you got to buy it on like uh, what call it on a- on amazon or something but uh, mm. it's such a good movie oh i'm looking God. for i'm looking for movies to watch <laughs> the man who shot liberty valence may be my favorite western because there's nobody scarier in old-timey movies than lee marvin and the man who shot Liberty Valance. Holy shit! The guy will give you nightmares. Okay,
1: I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna watch that movie. That's that will be on my on my list of uh, things to watch. It's so good. All right, number
0: two. You're probably gonna disagree with this as well. Okay. This guy, I think there's people, and I work in a high school. There are people in a high school that are just they're just obnoxious just to be obnoxious they're just counterculture just to be counterculture Nirvana (laughs) no (laughs) and the guy that I think epitomizes that is Frank Zappa I don't get Frank Zappa I never did I think his music sucks I think he was just (laughs) like one of these guys that I'm just like kooky and I don't follow the rules just to say I don't follow the rules and look at me look at me I'm kooky and I think I don't I don't understand like to me to get in the Roger Hall of Fame, he's got a great person persona. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't get you in. I mean there are I keep equating it to sports. There are baseball players or football players, basketball players that are that are fun to watch. But if you don't have the talent, you still don't get in. And to me he doesn't. So Frank Zappa is my number two. I never understood him. Um I, I don't know. Maybe this soured me too. I was just watching stuff about people that have been banned by Saturday Night Live, and he was because when he hosted, I guess he was the host and the musical guest. He wouldn't even like, he wouldn't even adhere to the rules of Saturday Night Live. Like he wouldn't read the cue cards. <laughs> he just would do his own thing, and he thought he was funny. And the cast was like, "Dude, just read the cards, okay? We're trying to do a show here." But he's Frank Zappa, and I'm Cookie. I hate that shit. And he's my number two. Frank Zappa sucks.
1: <laughs> I uh, I disagree with you on Frank Zappa. I'm not a fan of Frank Zappa. He, he's never never. He has a few few songs that I like, and some of them I just like because the name the 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 title is funny. There's one song called "Broken Hearts Are for Assholes." <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, there's, and there's a and there's there's a segment of the song goes where he goes, "I'm gonna ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop shoot,
0: poop shoot." See, and that to me is it's it's uh the reason why I wouldn't put him in because he's he he he's trying to he's trying to shock you. He's like a shock. He's like a shock singer. Oh, look what I can do! Look what I can say! It doesn't mean you're talented.
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. I I I I think I think beyond beyond the what you see on the surface. I think. He was he was really good at experiment experimentation. was very successful at sometimes he was successful, sometimes not so much. Uh, Again, talented, but uh, talent talent isn't isn't I mean, Sid Vicious is in, so talent isn't necessarily always a a uh, requisite. But uh, I don't know. I, I I would disagree. I think I think his impact on culture, while very niche. Uh I think I I think I think he should be in it for, for that. I think I think he had a lot of impact on on people that came out after him. So people like Nirvana, people like Smashing Pumpkins, people uh like even the Beastie Boys, I think, probably caught some caught a little bit of what uh, you know, Frank was laying down and uh influenced them to create Better music.
0: So you're in. You're putting him in because of influence, not necessarily his body of work.
1: Y- yes, it, it influence, uh, and and uh, yeah, basically, his, his pushing the boundaries uh, on on recording techniques, and and also, yeah, because of the because of the shock thing, uh, you know, the limits of taste, sort of saying, you know, what what is what is and what isn't offensive. Yeah, uh, I think I I I, I got to pride him on that, and he and he was I think I think he was a pretty smart dude, but again, intelligence isn't. We're not we're not we're not bringing in the smartest people in in music uh, to into the Hall of Fame all all the time. So, but I, I I would I would put him in the Hall of Fame. I I think I think he's he's deserved. Okay, you, you idiot,
0: <laughs> idiot, savage, idiot. <laughs>
1: all right, what's your number two? My number two, and this is probably going to be very controversial even maybe even with you unless you may have, you may very well have this guy on your list mm-hmm. and this is someone who I I, I do really like I've, I've I've met I've met his family mm-hmm. and I find them all to be very nice people mm-hmm. uh, I met Bob I met his sisters Bob. I met I met I met his I met his nieces this would be Richie Valens
0: I, you. This is the first person you mentioned when you mentioned this list. All right, so this is your in because he's dead person. Yes. Okay, let's hear it. I
1: I, I like the music he did. He's most famous for a song he didn't write. Uh, he had a he 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 had a uh, he had a, a biopic that was semi accurate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he 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 only had like two singles out at the time that he died. He has a total of like 18 recordings and one live recording. And that's it. These there is very little body of work for this gentleman. And I don't believe necessarily believe even within this small body of work, I don't believe that there is anything that stands out as being the cream of the crop. Right. Uh, you know Odonna, come on let's go we my head you know good great songs but again this is this is someone i think was was put in because the idea was great he had the the misfortune of of dying young in a tragic way along with with someone who is far more deserving of the honor with buddy holly um but i think i think he's and i think part of why he was brought in is because of the this vague notion of potential like maybe he could have been gigantic going into the 60s maybe he could have been that guy that created this wonderful music as we go forward but the the, the fact is, is he didn't yeah he basically he had he was a he was he was a pudgy latino kid who had a couple good recordings had a hit song and then sadly died in the middle of winter in the middle of the United States in a plane crash. All right, I I knew you were going to
0: bring this up, and I, I still don't know how I feel about him because he everything you're saying is right. He really had two songs, maybe three, Um, and I know how much you love Buddy Holly, and of the people that died on that crash, uh, Richie Valens is in Buddy Holly, Obviously, in deserve deserved, the Big Bopper is not.
1: And the Big Bopper, I think, <clears throat> as a songwriter, even though he wrote he wrote novelty songs, as a songwriter, it was far more successful than Richie Valance because he did "White Lightning" mm-hmm. by George Jones, in addition to you know "Chantilly Lace," who's who's been recorded by a bunch of people um, wonderfully, and he had, he's he's written a few other. Songs that were done by other rockabilly artists uh, at at the time as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one because there is that, and I know I know I, I mean, maybe this is annoying, but I keep bringing it back to sports. There is a, I don't know, it's an idea in all of these hall of fames that if someone's career is cut short by an injury, at least in sports, they get in. And the person that I first thought of when you started talking about this was Kirby Puckett. Mm. And I know you know who that is. And Kirby Puckett yep. um, basically went blind and started to lose his vision. And they say, well, Kirby Puckett yeah. deserves to be in because of not only what he did, but what was cut short and what he could have accomplished. Um person like Andre Dawson, who had a great career, and then his knees went bad. And it's like, well, you know, he still gets in. I guess that's why Richie Valens is in. I I... I agree with you that he probably shouldn't be. It's, it's unfortunate, but just for the same reasons that Ricky Nelson doesn't belong to be in, I agree with you. Ricky Richie Valens does not also uh, uh, should not
1: also be in. He was also a late addition. Like he came in like 2001. I want to say. Let me see if I can bring him up. Richie Valens. Here we go.
0: See, I'm, it's interesting you're saying that because I was going to ask you if he got in because of the movie. And that would have been way later.
1: Yeah, movie, no, the movie movie like, came out what
0: eighty seven. I was gonna say eighty seven. So that became like that became the thing, and it's a it's a it's a good movie. But yeah, you're saying there's some maybe some inaccuracies. I like watching that movie. I know you like movies like that because you and I even went to uh, we went to a screening of the Buddy <laughs> Holly story with our friend Steve at uh, at, at a little. Uh, the county, county Theater. The County Theater in Doelstown. And the director was there. And he, it was a and mm-hmm. a We got to watch the movie on the big screen, Q&A afterwards, and you were in your heyday because that's your kind of thing. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised, actually, that you put him on the list just because, uh, I don't know, uh, not not that he's near even near the, the quality of Buddy Holly because you and I are both really big fans, you more than me. But uh, I, I understand Buddy Holly's place in legendary, and Richie Valens isn't there
1: he he isn't and it's i mean I, and i do as i said i do i'm a fan this this was this was a tough one for me because it was like i'm a fan but you know all the bands that i've that i that i like don't necessarily need to be in the hall of fame yeah. it's like it's like yeah i like you know la guns but i don't necessarily think <laughs> la guns needs to be on the rock and roll hall of fame like oh, Or faster pussycat you know like, <laughs> <sighs> all
0: right well that's a good one so far, yeah. I've not, not disagreed with any of yours. And I, and I figured your list would be astute, <laughs> and it is. But we move on to number one. I'm dying to hear who your number one is. My number one, it's funny, because it kind of goes along the uh, the Frank Zappa lines. And I love, and we already talked about CBGBs, and, and I understand, I feel like I understand from a person that's my age, Punk music, and you already said, you know, we're not basing us on talent. And your quote was, "I wrote it down." Sid Vicious is in. My number one is the Sex Pistols. Ooh. I don't. I I understand the influence, and I understand that influence is an important thing. But when you, I guess my I guess my whole thing is I think that Hall of Fame's in any respect should be very hard to get into and the best one and I'm not the hugest football fan but I think that the Pro Football Hall of Fame is the hardest Hall of Fame to get into and I'll I'll cite someone like Terrell Owens who is I think second or third all time in almost every statistic in receiving and he didn't get in on his first time like this is how hard it is to get into the Hall of Fame in football I think it should be very hard to get into the Hall of Fame and rock and roll. And I understand influence and influence bands that I love afterwards, and I'll just leave it at the clash. But the Sex Pistols to me are undeserved because of their body of work. I'll just say it that. You sound like you disagree, go for (laughs)
1: it. (laughs) I do disagree. Uh, although I, I, I at one point at one point I probably would have agreed with you, but I've learned more about them. I I I, I do disagree. They were a package act, but as I, as I say, their influence, which is still felt today, uh, is undeniable. their the the a their 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 body of work. Their one full album, never mind the Bullocks, is a classic. Uh, every song on that just about is 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 well done. Um, when you actually listen to the lyrics, the songs are very well written. The musicianship is is also pretty damn good because they didn't use Sid Vicious on the album. They actually went back and got what's his name Cook to come back in and uh, and do the bass lines. Um, but I and and I. I, I yeah, I, b- I believe that I believe they should be in and I think I think their their influence uh is just as important as, as the music that, that that came out from that. I mean they, they were it in, it's hard it's hard for me to say because I wasn't very cognizant of the world around me and at the time that they were popular, I was like one or two years old. But as I got older, I mean I really from a very young age, I knew who the Sex Pistols were. Um and so I, I think I think the, the, the their influence on on their uh, the people the in, on hard rock metal punk grunge that eventually came after that especially you uh, especially United States punk um, you know you they popularized it so that other bands like the Ramones and Iggy Pop and those guys could also become more popular in the United States. So I just think I just think they they represented the genre perfectly and their persona i think sort of became a template for a lot of people so their their influence music wise i think was strong but i think their influence in pretty much all other areas was also equally as strong so i i think i think they they deserve to be in it i think uh their their image was was on par with the music that they were that they were releasing and even though it was a short period of time, uh, I, I feel that they uh, they they had a, a as I said, continue influence that to, to today now forty five years later. I
0: un- I understand what you're saying, and I and I do agree with the influence thing, and that almost kept them off for me. But like you mentioned, like they have that one good album. I think everybody, not everybody, but a lot of talented people have one good album in them, and for that reason, like someone like Nora Jones or Hootie and the Blowfish or Alanis Morissette <laughs> doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame because they had one good album. Um, I, don't, I don't know, I just I just think to me part I guess I guess this is what it boils down to. For me to be uh, inducted into this Hall of Fame longevity is a big part of it. And I don't I think Probably for almost everybody that I have had on my list, longevity has not been something that you would say about their careers. Mm-hmm. so I, th- I I maybe that's maybe and and I'm just now analyzing this as I'm looking at my list and listening to what you're saying that longevity it, it should be talent, influence, longevity <coughs> um, hits. Or something like that. Like there should be a criteria that I think my people aren't hitting. I knew you were gonna have a problem with this because of, <laughs> because you you of all people have I, I, I don't know. Like there's no one I know that does that that does what you do where you are a devotee of not only Sid Vicious but of Nancy Spungen. Who is from? Where's she from? She's from like uh, it's just,
1: outside, it's just outside outside Philly. She's over Montcum- by
0: Montgomery uh, County.
1: Yeah, what what's that? No, I guess is I guess it's Bucks County. Um, over by the what's that mall? Shoot, Montgomery. No, no. um, there's a there's an AMC. Chris Chris goes in that theater all the time. Um. Down in Lower Bucks. Okay, um, so Bucks County. Yeah, Bucks County.
0: Nancy Spungen of Sid and Nancy. You, you've been you've been to this woman's grave. That's how much you love this woman.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say I love this woman, but where, <laughs> but, there, where there's where there's a, where there's a buck to be made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this is how into into this mythology you are. So I knew that
1: you would probably. I like to I like to visit this. cemeteries. So I've. Uh, of these people, you have never have I haven't been to Richie Valens' grave. He's somewhere out in California. But you have been to the site of the crash. I've been to the site of the crash. I've been to, yeah, that's about it. And I well, and, I, and I, for two two years in a row, I went to the winter dance party show out there in Clear Lake, which is which is awesome. If uh, if any of you live near Clear Lake, Iowa, I would say if you live within two hundred miles of Clear Lake, Iowa. You really should go to the Winter Dance Party every every year at the beginning of February. It's it is a lot of fun. It's it's a, it's a it's an oldies show it goes it goes over 3 nights of just like old time rock and rollers. Um, some of them who played with Richie Valens, some of them toured with Richie Valens over the years. We're starting to get to a point now that it's been over 60 years that the people that have played with them and the people that were contemporaries are are just are retired or dead. Yeah. um so it's getting harder to find people that actually had you know first first hand contact with the guy but no i but yeah i i i love i love rock and roll and i love going to the visiting the sites that that made it famous or uh, or sites that are famous because rock and roll was had something to do with those areas
0: yeah yeah and and that's very cool so that's my number one what is yours tim
1: my number one again is is gonna be somewhat controversial to a lot of people uh but this one is just like this guy was not rock and roll never was never wanted to be uh had probably had a somewhat of a disdain for it in general i I don't know for certain i don't know a huge amount about this guy miles davis okay (laughs) okay yeah he's, that's
0: that's interesting because we're gonna do another show, and once you let someone in from another genre because uh, this at at some point has stopped being a rock and roll hall of fame and more of a music hall of fame
1: yeah and there aren't i don't believe there are any other jazz guys in there, but I think um you know miles Davis has influenced a lot of people you know he's influenced a lot of a lot of people who who perform in rock and roll i think i think um but more, more so on the, the musicianship. But I don't, I don't see him as, as a, as an over, overreaching in, influence in rock and roll in general. I don't see him as someone who worked to, uh, to push the genre forward. He was, he was working in his own world. And and that's not to say you can't cross pollinate. But I don't, I don't necessarily believe that he should be inducted in to this particular hall of fame just because he was awesome over there. Right. Okay, um,
0: I understand what you're saying. I'm going to d- disagree with this one just because of the way this this hall of fame has evolved. And because they have started doing other genres, I think at this point the Pandora's box is open and someone like that you just got to you got to go with it. You got to accept it.
1: And, I'm not but, sure when he when he was brought in. Let me let me take a look here.
0: But I understand what you're saying, and that's going to come up a lot, I think, on our follow up show to this, which is people that are not in that we think should be in, because this is not a rock and roll hall of fame. And and I know, I mean, uh, every year the nominees come out, and I'll talk to people online or or whatever, and it'll come up, and I'll see comments of people like, well, that's not rock and roll, that's not rock and roll. It's you know, it'll be rap or something mm-hmm. like that, and it's like. At this point, you just gotta you gotta let go of that because it's not a rock and roll hall of fame anymore. So it, they should really
1: really rename it. Um, well, when it comes to like hip hop and things like that, that doesn't really bother me so much because I, I I understand it's more pop music. Yeah. Um, but Miles Davis is just so far outside of the realm of pop music that. Yeah, yeah, but the, but like some of the ones that came in this year, like uh, Biggie, yeah, came in this year. Yeah, and Whitney Houston came in this year. Whitney Houston, I think, is fine. She she falls under the maybe the Madonna category for pop. me, the, yeah, pop. Yeah. Biggie, while well, he he's kind of kind of like the Sex Pistols, you know, burnt burnt uh, burnt bright, but very short period of time, but very influential on hip-hop, maybe not on rock and roll as a whole, but so. Yeah. Alright, I hear
0: you. I I guess of all yours, that's the only one I disagree with only because of the evolution of this
1: organization. Yeah. He was brought in in 2006, by the way.
0: right. Uh, At this point, that was a while ago. (laughs) Do you have any honorable mentions?
1: No, this was actually a really hard list. Really? Uh, Yeah, this was was a hard list for you to... To, to put together, uh, like Del Shannon was the only one that I was um, thinking, like, maybe not him, because I, I, as I said earlier, I limited it strictly to the performer category. Yeah. So things like, uh, you know, early influences and the Ahmed Erdogan Award, which is for, um, you know, industry people. And then there's like this uh, the the sideman award there's a couple people in there that I would take out like if i if I was going like ringo but you know I, he's not he, he he was he was inducted in over the body of work for the music that he worked on right which you, which is undeniable one of the guys that that's in is um someone who and, and I can't remember what uh oh sh- who did rock around the clock oh my god Rock Around the Clock, Bill Haley and the Comets. The Comets, one of the Comets is in there. He's in there for one. He was in there. He did one day of recording. He recorded the he recorded. I forget his name. He did the he did he recorded the guitar solo for Rock Around the Clock. (laughs) That's funny. That's all he did.
0: Bill Haley himself is not in the Hall of Fame.
1: I believe he is. I have him on my list as an honorable mention.
0: I I looked at him no, all.
1: no no no. Bill Haley, he's got to be on there. All right. But this this guy, uh I can't remember his he because uh, he recorded, he recorded um the guitar solo for Rock Around the Clock, and then like less than a week later he was he was in his house in South Philly, fell down the steps, broke his neck and died. Uh, okay. So this guy did one Bill Haley, yeah, he's on, class of 87. Okay. Uh, fell down the steps and died, so he did one day's work, went in, recorded a solo, never even heard the completed song, <laughs> and he is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right. Yeah, that's not good. That's it. It's, I mean, Rock and the Clock is one of the most famous songs on on, on the planet, and yes, it, it is a, it's a, it's a. It's a Famous guitar solo, but it's it's like this guy did like literally he was in a studio for like 90 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the hall of fame. He's in 60 years later. He's in the hall of fame. Yeah, yeah. That's it.
0: and guys like that. I do have some honorable mentions, and the reason that they're honorable mentions, they didn't make my list, is because I believe I know, I don't know how you feel every year when the when the nominations come out. There are some people, and I'll sit here and I'll go, no, yes, 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 no.
1: I'm, I'm like that. I'm like that too.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a gut feeling. Yeah, I think that some of these people that get in, and I feel this way about any Hall of Fame. If you let in lesser people, it cheapens the Hall of Fame, and that's my list slash honorable mentions. I have Eddie Cochran on my list.
1: Oh no! There we go. <laughs> Punch I have, in the face.
0: I have the Dave Clark Five on my list.
1: Glad all over. Come on.
0: Donovan, and more recently, Cheap Trick, and The Cars. Just because you have a few hits, and you're somewhat successful for a short time, doesn't mean you get in the Hall of Fame to me, and that's what I think, when I I see a band like The Cars, which was a nice little band, and they had a couple of hits that I wouldn't mind listening to every once in a while. When they're in a hall of fame, it cheapens the other people that are in it, and that's what I don't like about
1: it. Uh, cheap trick, I I disagree on the cars. I got feet in both both ponds. Yeah, on that one. Yeah, I mean, well, right right now it's 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 been opened up to the popular vote. Yeah, which I don't necessarily like because. Then it really is a popularity contest. It's not necessarily about achievement. Right. So some bands that I think are deserve to be in it don't get in because someone's like, oh, well, the Doobie Brothers. I really love those guys. So there's, then there's this whole campaign to get the Doobie Brothers in the damn Hall of Fame. Right. And lo and behold, so and so was left out because someone needed to get, you know, Michael McDonald. You know. To- <laughs> Every time I hear the Doobie Brothers, I think of that episode of What's Happening
0: when Rerun sneaks the tape recorder in to see the Doobie Brothers and then starts dancing and it falls
1: out of his pants. He's got a because He's a bootlegger, Jerry. <laughs> There's a, yeah, Duke, I mean, if Doobie Brothers made it in, then why can't bread be in? Come on. <laughs> bread rules.
0: All right, well, these were good lists. Um, yeah. I'm sure you have your own list If you're still listening And we would love to hear it So uh, we'll put this on neozaz.com or, And and it'll also go on our Facebook page And our Twitter feed So let us know your list Because this is the kind of thing that's fun to argue about Especially when people are sitting around in their house And don't have a lot to do <laughs> yeah. People love to argue Hall of Fame worthy or not Hall of Fame worthy So Tim this was a good idea If uh if, if you like this stay tuned because we as soon as this is over we're going to record another one which is five people that are in the hall of fame no
1: They're five people that are not in the hall of fame but should be
0: that should be correct and these were all tim's ideas so thank you tim for coming up with this
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, go to neos.com for episodes on all kinds of pop culture things including star wars and Seinfeld and current movies and uh, Doctor Who and you name it we have an episode on it probably because uh, <laughs> we're geeks just like you and uh, if, if you like this kind of stuff go to neozaz.com and you're going to find something else you like so Tim thank you for joining me and thank you for coming yeah. up with
1: this uh, hey, no and problem.
0: we will see you on the next Best of Fives